Hello. Hello. I'm Sammy. And I'm Steve. And you're listening to Rose Plate Special, the most dramatic, mud-slingingest, uh, handcuffiest, uh... Here for cru- the right reasons this <laughs> Crucifixiest, uh, <laughs> recap podcast of The Bachelorette ever. Ever. Yeah. You can, I can guarantee you that. And I'd like to start today by talking about some rumors that I've heard. So oh. if you don't want to hear about rumors, then uh, just wait a few minutes and we'll probably be done. Need that hot gas. Give it to me. I'll put a, I'll, if I remember, I'll put a note in the episode to say, go to this minute of time to not hear rumors. <laughs> Cause I, I was, oh, also here's a quick plug for my Twitch channel. Uh, if you want to watch me stream on Twitch, you can go to twitch.tv slash Sammy Ditto, S-A-M-M-I-D-I-T-T-O. And I'm not just shameless plugging this for no reason. On Thursday, I played Animal Crossing and talked about The Bachelorette almost the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> and it like wasn't intentional, but now I'm like, is this a crossover? Uh, is this a crossover that I have always wanted in my soul? I don't know. So one of my followers and in real life friends is very into The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. And we were talking about different things that we had heard. First of all, she too loves Marty and believes there should be justice for Marty. <laughs> so oh <laughs> so that's great. And we both agree he'll probably end up on Paradise. So mm-hmm. that would be cool. Um, I think she said she also liked Courtney. And we were talking about how he seems cool. And yeah, I don't think he's going to make it that far based on this episode. But I really do like him. He seems like one of the normal ones. Mm-hmm. Um Anyway, even though that, like, his intro was so cringy, uh, here's one thing that she had found out about. There was, like, all this debate about whether Mike the Virgin's crucifix was real. What? What do you mean, real? Like, Have you heard about this? Okay. I didn't mean to just sound like like a 90s comedian. (laughs) Have you heard about this? Um, Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? The crucifix. (laughs) Is it real? (laughs) Yeah, let me see. I want to say this happened on Reddit because like, yeah. Okay, so five days ago on Reddit, um, there was someone said, is there a body on Mike's crucifix? And there was this whole long thing about is Mike Protestant or Catholic? Because if Mm. you're Catholic, there's a body on your cross. If you're Protestant, there isn't. Yeah. Yeah. and why is his crucifix so shiny? Mm. Uh, is it brand new? Did he buy it for the show? Is this whole virginity thing an act? Oh. And so, okay. So I'm just going to say, if you Google, is there a body on Mike's crucifix? I, I just Googled like Mike crucifix, the bachelorette virgin, something like and this showed <laughs> up. So like you, but the title of the Reddit conversation is, is there a body on Mike's crucifix? And this was like a developing story as I was streaming. Oh my God. <laughs> and so my friend was sending me screenshots and like on a break when I had to take my dog out, I like looked at him and she's like, I think it's been debunked. So, but there were people who are like, like, theology majors and stuff 
who are oh like God. experts in like Christian iconography uh, were commenting on this, including like the the verses that he used on his Instagram and stuff. Oh boy. Like <laughs> I this is this is thinking too hard about a problem that doesn't exist, okay? First of all, there has never been a man in the history of the bachelor that emanated more wholesome virgin energy. So that's 100%, 100%. true. Percent. Yes. Also, who would pretend to be a virgin in this day and age? That's it's not a good angle. Okay. No, it's it's a harder road to walk. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Especially given like how Katie has been framed as the bachelorette as like, oh, it's the sex positive bachelorette because she's just pretty normal, I guess. And that's yeah, she's <laughs> just like, I think sex world is good. Here. And they're like, she's so Whoa. sex positive. And all the guys she's are like, like, I think people should own vibrators. And they're like, wow. <laughs> oh, my God. A trailblazer. But yeah, I mean, seriously. And even the guys are like, I've never been around a woman who's so sex positive. So who are you dating? Yeah. Are you, are you, like are you dating from a, a nunnery? What is going on here? <laughs> Total so, losers. No, I'm absolute just kidding. Not dweebs. losers. Totally uh, joking, but <laughs> shut-ins to be sure. Shut-ins, shut-ins, yeah. yeah. Um, so th- that whole thing is funny, but it is kind of a puritanical show, so I get it. The other part of it is, too, consider also that he's not that smart of a guy, okay? How many Catholics or how many Protestants that you talk to, okay, how many would know that that the, the body of Christ goes on one type of cross and he doesn't go on the other type? Because I am willing to bet that most of them don't know that or own the wrong one. So there's a problem for you again. And then if you're analyzing the type of Bible verses that he's putting on his Instagram and you're going, uh, well, uh, I think that this is from the New International Version as opposed to the King James <laughs> Version. So clearly he's a, a, a Lutheran. Uh, no, no. You know what he did? He was thinking of the verse probably, and then he Googled it or he Googled Bible verse about whatever he was thinking about. And that's the first thing that came up. We are okay. Occam's razor here. Let's, let's be smart about these things. It's just, it's really, I'm not going to get into the whole thing because like we're not, well, no, we are that kind of show. Um, (laughs) But okay. Yeah. Okay. So I was raised like in, a Lutheran church, like a fairly progressive Lutheran church. And so I did like the confirmation stuff. I did all that stuff growing up. And and so I got a cross on confirmation. It did not have a body on it. Um, body so free. It was, yeah, no body body. So I was like, okay, well, maybe that's true. I don't know. But like, my dad grew up Catholic. I don't remember him ever telling. Like, my dad told me, like, don't play with Ouija boards because there's demons in there. You know what <laughs> I mean? Because, like, that's what Catholics do. Yeah. And <laughs> he's got that weird, like, Catholic PTSD, you know? <laughs> oh, the Catholics are so fun. I love the relics, too. Dude, like, I get- totally love all that, like, fire and brimstone Catholic shit. I think yeah, it's great. It's, it's fantastic. They're just yeah. like, hey, if you go to this tiny church in Portugal, um, Jesus's left toenail is is available for you to look at. That's <laughs> that that's a relic. It exists. It's totally real. We're the Catholic Church. Please take us seriously. I love it. It's very so, into it. Yeah, it's very cool. Um, in a 
nothing uh, or a lot of things that the church have has done have not been cool kind of way. But anyway, yeah, mostly so, uncool, <laughs> mostly uncool. But some of yeah, the weird, uh, yeah, those like those like like why is this a rule? And they're like, cause, and you're like, okay, like that's like Catholicism, right? And so yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I it doesn't surprise me not growing up Catholic. You know, like I grew up, you know, I grew up in the rebel version of Catholicism, literally, you know, <laughs> the the F your rules. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know? We're going to nail our grievances to your door. We're Lutherans. <laughs> yeah, it's so cool. Um, so, you know, it's like, yeah, like rules are just like not our thing. You know what I mean? Like everything's like up for interpretation, man. Like uh, this was written by men with with agendas you know you know men and their agendas like that's so i'm not surprised I, i'm really not trying to turn this into a really a religious thing but this is like this was my frame of reference reading this as i'm like this is what i know i don't really know a lot about catholicism it doesn't surprise me that their jewelry their you know their uh depiction of christ is different from lutherans like that that's not shocking to me but i also have never heard that before so i was like is that even a hard and fast rule i don't know so anyway yeah sorry theology nerds if you really want to get into it um this is this was the person's argument by the end and like i said they included a lot of images a lot of like a lot of things like first <laughs> translations and you know all this all this shit and and they even said like the nsrv my fave from college so oh they have gosh. like a favorite bible version okay so that's like the person who wrote this but the end was like <laughs> i'm just gonna read the last two paragraphs um i also conducted a very scientific study of approximately three men <laughs> All of who reported <laughs> they had never and would never polish an item of jewelry. But Mike's crucifix is really quite shiny, which I noticed even before I started analyzing bodies. Maybe it's new. Crosses. It's fresh cross. That's what I thought. Anyway, <laughs> I am of the opinion that Mike's cross is a plant from the props department that failed Christian iconography two, two, <laughs> 210 or whatever. It's a symbol not of devotion, but of his identity as the virgin on the show. It's not even his. And someone said, here for this Da Vinci Code crossover. Um, Someone said, uh, this is for sure a wild theory, but you have to respect the effort put into it. Um, Anyway, um, he went to, oh, he, he... he went to Hillsong stuff, which is like very non-denominational Protestant type uh-huh. of vibe. Yeah. Um, but they said, uh, <laughs> I went to one evangelical service as a Catholic and noped out, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. He traveled to Australia or he is traveling to Australia to visit the Hillsong campus. But then he's taking photos with a priest and going to Easter mass at Easter mass at Sacred Heart Church. He wants Jesus with a little more Jesus on the side. Mm. So I think that's I think that's it. I think he just wants Jesus with some Jesus on the side. Yeah, I think that makes sense. 
Yeah, I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. And then apparently there's such a thing as evangelical Catholics, which sounds like an oxymoron, but okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, so that's so there is somebody out there who just put a lot of effort into trying to prove that Mike wasn't a virgin because of his crucifix that everyone else was like, this is so stupid. <laughs> God. <laughs> oh yeah unbelievable so well, anyway uh, so that's ahead. that's one piece i have have you, uh, well have you heard any gossip i have one more piece oh, but we can always the alternate. hottest gossip of all time <gasps> tell me tell me i mean you probably already know it but uh as of like last night uh r- rumor on the street is claire crowley and dale moss are cuddling back up together again what? I didn't hear that. I didn't oh, know that. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? That's right. That's right. Um, y- yeah, I, I, I don't understand. I, I don't understand at all. I don't, they don't, I don't think they should be together. I think it's silly that they're together. Um, but yeah, I, I guess uh, Claire shared a, a photo on Instagram of herself with Dale. and uh, Or Dale, I'm sorry, Dale shared... A photo of him with Claire, um, uh, like sitting outside on a bench, being all like cuddly, smiley. Ha ha, we love life. So there you go. Um, I, I, I don't understand. I don't know why they're still together or back together or whatever they are. I will not ever understand that relationship. <laughs> so. Oh, my God. Um, okay. Um Here's another, here's another deal. Um, okay. This is, I, this isn't even what I was looking up, but I opened up my phone and just found this. That Carly ended up in the hospital like last night or the night before. Oh, I did not know that. And here's, here's the real thing though. Her ex, Evan, was there for her. And oh. took pictures and shared stories. And now I'm like, can they be back together, please? Because I really want to believe in their love. I think they should be together. And I was really devastated when I heard that they were splitting. <laughs> so does that mean you think they're going to be an item again? Oh what's, my God. what's the? I believe oh. in love. I would like to see them reunite. But he's <laughs> he's standing by her side in the hospital, which is really sweet. And he got permission to post about her to update the people in her community who cared about her and were worried about her, which is very sweet of him as well. He was respectful of what she wanted to share and not share. And he's walking that line. And I mean, but he's a good dude. You know what I mean? Like you could tell he was a good dude from the show. He didn't even belong on that show in the first place. He was so good. (laughs) Yeah. But, Oh my God, that wasn't even what I was going to share with you. This is what I, this is the rumor that I heard. And um, I'm trying to find this. And this is kind of the one that one of my friends was like, well, I don't even know if I want to hear about this. Um, But I heard that Greg um, is not a good dude. Greg Grippo, the man who he went on the date this week, right? Mm -hmm. Is that him? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's camping date guy. Interesting. Yeah. 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 I heard that he's. Not a good dude. Um, By what try- measure? 
<laughs> like what his ex-girlfriends don't have nice things to say. He drowns orphans in shallow pools. Like what what's his uh what do we got? What do we got on him? Okay. Um I'm trying to find it. I'm trying to find the specific thing. What I heard is that he like sounds like he was like played a lot of mind games with exes and also is an actor, maybe. Oh. Okay, here this is but but it's but it's hard because because people haven't directly identified him. So here's the deal. And this is a Dumois uh blind. So uh Take it as that's what it is. Okay. All right, everyone. Mm. So here's the form submission. I have T, the bachelorette. Pseudonyms, please. Betty Boop says, will you accept this rose at gmail.com? Okay. My best <laughs> my best friend dated a fan favorite contestant on The Bachelorette very seriously for a year and a half. And he was awful to her. This sweet boy, the sweet shy boy act is exactly that, an act. He really is actually an actor. I've personally witnessed him throw a fit and call her a terrible name for wearing a mini dress. So I can only imagine Mm. what happened behind closed doors. He broke up with her. She was extremely upset. And then he made her Uber an hour back to her apartment alone at 1 a.m. We watched our kind, confident friend turn into a shell of herself and then get thrown to the curb. Of course, his social media is perfectly curated now. He has an image to protect. Oh, and he had been emailing with producers for the show while they were dating this exposure was always part of his plan to launch his career. So whoever wrote that first post is on point. Okay, so we we know this is Greg. We can confirm that it's Greg or we can't confirm that it's Greg. People are saying they're guessing that it's Greg um, because he's a fan favorite. He got the first impression, Rose. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, my God. There's a full subreddit called the Greg GT. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, so so he, yeah. he was he was a dick to his ex girlfriend, and also maybe was plotting to launch his career via bachelorette stardom, which that I I never understood that part. Like, how many people have have genuinely, like, truly, truly built careers? Based on their time in The Bachelor, The Bachelorette. It's a very, very small number of people. Allie Petitowski, end of list, right? Yeah. So it's kind of like you have a better chance of winning and like getting married married than you do of like launching a career. 100%. it's, It's wild to me that people are that stupid to think that like, oh, all I have to do is just go on TV and this will launch me to superstardom. No, you douche. You're one of a thousand faceless white men on this show that turns into a big mayonnaise slurry in my brain. So I will I will consistently forget your name. Even now, it's like, who's Greg? Oh, camping guy. Like that. Yeah. It's it's Aw, impossible. shucks guy. Yeah. So, okay, but here's the deal. Here's another. So if you really want the Greg GT, there's literally a subreddit for it now, and I'm sad. Okay, so <laughs> here's someone talked to Greg's aunt, apparently. Who knows if any of this stuff is real at all, but I love it. Okay, so this is all allegedly. Okay, so hi. Oh, hey, my name, LOL. Not at all true. I know about this smear campaign. Greg has to be one of my sweetest, kindest nephews. I got I got oh. <clears throat> I need a voice. Hold on. Greg has to be one of my sweetest, kindest nephews, a gentle soul with an amazing sense of humor. 
Let me tell you what's going on without mentioning any names. Also, on these social media fan sites you're on, please do not mention our job. My sister-in-law called me and said that someone on one of those sites said, I work with his aunt, so that has to be you. Greg has great relationships with all of his ex-girlfriends, except for one. And then there's like Mm. a whole redacted part. It is all made up. Not one ounce of truth to the fact that he is abusive, racist, or sexist. Not one iota of truth there. This is a vicious reality version of Mean Girls. They're they're oh. calling him a fugly slut. Wait, no, that's not what it says. Um, they're doing this because they know they can. <laughs> Due to the Bachelorette show, he cannot be on social media and defend himself. I mean, he he can he can. Anyway, uh, that's not true. But like when like Rachel could have defended herself. Anyway. Uh, this is nothing more than a disgruntled ex-girlfriend's BFF deciding, I'll show him. Greg did the right thing breaking up with that girl. He liked her and knew she really, really dug him. She really, really dug him. That's such an aunt thing yeah. to say. And he simply wasn't in the right mind for a relationship at the time. His dad was dying of cancer back then, and he had no room in his life for a love interest. In my honest opinion, he did the, or humble, I don't know. He did the right thing rather than string her along as a shoulder to cry on. That's all there is to it. He is not a Trumper. Not even political, really. Ew, he's not even political? Goodbye. All right. You are free (laughs) to share what I just told you about why he broke it off with her and how the trashy BFF decided that this was how she would get even with him for breaking it off with her friend. I won't mention the girlfriend's name, but it really is a shame. It's a shame. He really is the sweetest, most loving kid. And racist? Jeez. Greg is a basketball star. Excuse me? <laughs> what does that mean? Black is people that play basketball? Si- like, oh, he... he- <laughs> oh, my no, God, who called, him, who called him racist? Where did that even come from? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Got a full <laughs> basketball college scholarship, and he went there so he could graduate debt-free. There was no one to pick up the tab for his term bills. Uber oh. rich, my ass. Uh, so share whatever you're willing to without mentioning any of our names or where we work. Okay. Oh my wow. gosh. Well, they're my, upset, my they're stance- upset about rumors about him being rich and racist, just like white people get upset about. Okay. Wow. So there's, there's more stuff swirling than that. We're not even privy to if people are saying he's racist. That's fine. Now what's wrong about John? Someone oh no. Said, I don't want to know what's wrong with John because I think he's really sweet. Oh, shit. Um, okay, let's see. So, wow, wow. This is so amazing. Everybody, oh, wow, there's so much. There's so much. Okay, so this is what I'll be looking at tonight. Um, yeah, you're going to have to do some research because right now this seems like, I mean, based on, on what I've learned, this seems absolutely ridiculous. Like, I don't. I mean, maybe I, he, I mean, he's probably I, kind of a dick. Like that's I saw a- the first message and I was like, I mean, I could see that because I don't think that's mm-hmm. that shocking. And when he's like, you know, those guys who are like, oh, well, I'm just shy. Oh, shucks. Da, da, da. I, I'm like, ugh. like sometimes it just feels like they're saying that stuff sure. to seem more relatable or whatever. Um, but I OK, let's talk about uh, the one on one with. Well, we'll go back to the group date in a second, but let's talk about the one-on-one just briefly with Greg. Uh, you know, it was hard to see him Put get up a so tent. emotional. <laughs> no, gets. I think he was being legitimately emotional about his dad. Yeah, and oh, so I absolutely. was like, I hate that I have this other these other thoughts in my brain about 
people being like, he's a dick, you know? And I'm like, yeah. Oh, he's talking about his dead dad. And it was like very hard to watch well, and reconcile I, that I mean, in my brain. Both things can be true to a degree yes. too. Like oh, I'm sure yes. I, honestly, he's probably had uh he probably had a bad relationship with someone that uh, got sloppy like that. And maybe he was a dick and maybe he crossed some boundaries that he shouldn't have. And I don't, I don't fucking know. I'm just, I'm hearing this third, fourth hand. Um, but also he probably was being genuine. You don't trust me and his aunt? Um. <laughs> <laughs> I don't trust anyone. He's a guy on television. Um, yeah, I did, I did like sharing a first kiss on a shit bucket during a, a bachelor camping trip is just mm, chef's kiss. Beautiful. That's pretty good stuff. All right. Let's talk about this first group date, though. Uh, and oh, already. Yeah. People stirring the pot. And I do think box guy is hot. I'm going to, I'm just going to keep saying that. I don't think he's going to make it anywhere. I, I, think he's I don't know. Very he's good hot. looking. He's, uh, I mean, maybe I'm the wrong person to, to make that decree, but uh, he has a real like American psycho look to me, like some Patrick Bateman stuff going on. Maybe it's like the slick back hair. I, I don't know. Sometimes I want a guy who's just mean to me. Okay. Yeah. I um, want a mean guy with nice business cards. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Mm hmm. No, I dated a guy like that one time, and then he just, like, threw up in my bathroom for 30 minutes instead of hanging out with me. Anyway, um, <laughs> he was in finance. Uh, anyway, so. Love it. <laughs> so, okay, first group date. Rose petals and heavy breathing and handcuffs and Heather McDonald. Yay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, here's eroticism. Here's the thing. Um, I feel contractually obligated to hate Heather McDonald because everybody in my Bravo groups hates her. I don't really even know who she is. I mean, I've seen her and I know of her, but I don't know like who she is, what she is, what she does. But she's uh, incredibly annoying to me. So yeah, based that's on my basically, limited exposure. Yeah, that's like the gist of it is that she's annoying. Um I've heard stories about her just being like really entitled and demanding and just kind of like sucking the air out of a room kind of a person. Yeah. That's kind of the, the essentially the feedback that I've heard about Heather McDonald. So I just like didn't pay attention to her because I am genetically disposed to not liking her. <laughs> it's epigenetics is what it is. You know, you're influenced mm -hmm. by your environment enough that it changes your genes and you just become, it filters out her talking. So that's what happened. And that's just science. And so yeah. we start with a quiz that I couldn't care less about. And now we're going to see like a talent show. And here's my deal. Here's my deal with Connor. Pick a thing, Connor. Pick a thing. You can even pick one instrument. Pick a thing and just do I, that thing. Stop I, doing all the things, Connor. He's very talented. He's he's like the Bo Burnham of this season. Listen, <laughs> I am Connor. And it's just like I see myself on TV and uh, I hate it. You, you see know? your reflection. That's why you hate it. This is about <laughs> Sammy. It's not about Connor. It was never about Connor. <laughs> I'm just like, Connor, you're doing too much. And it's like, I'm saying, Sammy, you're doing too much. <laughs> just stop. Oh, now you play piano too? Okay. And I'm like, I play like five instruments. Why am I shitting on this guy for playing two? Like, it's not cool. 
<laughs> but I'm just like, don't do that. And I'm like, I know that if I was on TV, I'd be like, look at all the things I know how to do. And I 100% would do that. So like, yes, my hatred for Connor is just my internalized hatred for myself. <laughs> you do you, Connor. You do you. <laughs> oh, my God. No, here's the thing. This is what I'll say about Connor. I legitimately liked his song. And I feel like he isn't high on his own farts the way that Big Head Jed was. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I do believe him when he's like, yeah, that's how I feel the most comfortable. And I also believe that he's the type of teacher who works music into his lesson plan. Oh, 100%. He's doing like times tables, like set to sort of Casio keyboard song that he wrote. Absolutely. And I think that's very cool. So, Connor, I'm giving you a lot of shit, but that's just because we've been burned by a lot of Nashville musicians on the show and I have an eye on you. And I don't want you to hurt my Katie, okay? So you be nice to my Katie. You weird cat man. Well, yeah. And then she was like, oh, now now the cat man is a musician. And I'm like, exactly. It's confusing. We have a hard time at this point in the season keeping up. You didn't lead with he's the musician. Got layers. You're like, he's, I'm a cat. And also a math teacher. And you're he's like, a Russian nesting doll. <laughs> of entertaining so, of entertaining traits and kindness. He seems like a nice guy for the most no, part. No, he seems like a very nice guy, and I'm just being a dick. Also, so, uh, yeah, he needs in to the stay spirit, that in the spirit of just being a dick, um, and and being petty and uh, you know, nitpicking at people on TV just for funsies. Um he does seem like a very aggressive kisser. I just wish, I, I think he's yes. still a little bit nervous. So maybe just pump the brakes a little bit, just a little bit. I did That's make a, I did make a note. Um, and it was because of Connor. <laughs> um, there's like this really good. And I, and I forgot to look for it. There's this really good TikTok, and I'm sure more women than one have done it. But there was this really good TikTok I watched where it was like this woman and she's just like laughing. And then she makes the face that most guys make when they go in to kiss you. And and it's just really funny because she did like a compilation of that. But it's like, yeah, when it's a guy like Connor who kisses like that, it's like you think about that face extra anyway. So, um, yeah, so that's all I have to say about Connor. He seems like a nice Guy, oh wait, what does this say? Hmm. Our thoughts are with. Oh, okay. Wait. Uh, <laughs> this is pretty funny. Okay, I'm gonna have to read this article later. Refinery Twenty Nine wrote an article called "Our Thoughts Are with Connor B's Students During This Season of The Bachelorette," and basically it says, um. Uh, he seems to have completely forgotten that he likely has actual preteen students who are watching this very popular reality show. <laughs> <laughs> and when he talks about being good with his fingers, oh um, god, they're like these poor math students. <laughs> yeah, that's um, got to be really fucking weird. I, I don't know. I would not do that if I was still teaching. I don't think. I- I like how this is my hypothetical situation. If I was still teaching, I would not go on The Bachelor. Like, they're going to have you, Steve. No, they probably won't. But <laughs> it's just it, just the, the kind of job that is. It just seems like it'd be weird. I don't know. <laughs> it's like there's just a lot of there's a lot of tweets about what's up with his 
What's up with his students having to hear him say that he's good with his fingers? And you're in eighth grade. That's just like the most awkward year. Oh, yeah, for sure. For <laughs> like sure. Outside of seventh grade is first place, but eighth grade, second place. And yeah, it's like you just turn inside out at shit like that in eighth grade. You're just like, mm-hmm. whoa. Um, so, ah. <laughs> yeah, that's awful. So, <laughs> there's another good tweet. Uh, from Kristen Baldwin, Connor be on the bachelorette. Hey, Katie, can we redo our first kiss? My hands were awkward last night time. Also Connor B. And then it's a picture of him just like gripping her head with his, <laughs> what are like his claw hands? Um, <laughs> uh, uh, Connor B feeling up. This is from uh, No Thank You on Twitter at West Nile Virus. Um, Connor B feeling up Katie's skull while he kisses her like a dang phrenologist inspecting lumps to determine what kind of wife she will be. <laughs> <laughs> That's an excellent tweet. Excellent That's tweet. Incredibly anyway, good. Anyway, so yeah, so those are the so okay. Now I feel better now that we've roasted Connor a little bit. Okay, we can move on. Uh. Oh, Boston guy just took the whole Hey Girl, Ryan Gosling thing and turned it into his performance. And I was like, are you not even going to cite the Hey Girl? Can't, you're not, no, you're not he's, just go, he's just going for it. He's just yeah, going I was for like, it. this is just Ryan Gosling's Hey Girl. Anyway, um, okay, Trey, still my favorite, uh, mm. did sexy things with puppets. <laughs> my favorite. Sexy's doing a lot of heavy lifting in that sentence, Tammy. <laughs> oh, Trey. <laughs> oh, Katie. <laughs> it was really funny. It was really funny. Um, good for him. I like that he is clearly such a dork. And he's like, you know what? I'm just going to own it. And I'm just going to be myself. And I'm going to make puppets have sex. <laughs> Sure, why not? And he's like, like I did when I was six, hanging out by myself. Um, you know, whatever. <laughs> okay, maybe not six. That sounds bad. Um, he's like, they're hugging. Um, so <laughs> good for him. He he's just so sweet. I don't know. He can he can do no wrong in my eyes, and I don't know why he didn't win. And instead, uh <laughs> we also oh, Justin was Justin the one who massaged Katie's feet? I swear it was Justin. Yeah, the I think painter. he was the foot guy. He was yeah. the foot guy. I was like, that's pretty cool. Um, let's see. Carl sucks so bad. Oh, oh, look at that. And I believe uh Swami Steve's prediction, uh, you know, looking into the crystal ball last week, and he said, old Carl, you know what he is? He's a what is he, a life coach, right? There's motivational speaker, motivational whatever, speaker. Yeah. yeah. Real Tony Robbins figure. Those people always have a lot of uh, you know. Moral fiber. That's what I associate with people that are <sighs> motivational speakers. I knew he'd be trash, and he has revealed himself to be trash. We're calling him Hot Carl from here on out because he presents himself as a conventionally attracted man. Uh, but the moment you look away, he takes a dump on your chest. Garbage dude. Hate him. I hate him. I hate him. I hate him. And I was kind of, I mean, I already was like, all right, motivational speaker, this hokey, like, uh, you know, Oh, look, you're a princess, but also there's a vibrator in this picture. I thought that sucked, you know, and I was yeah. like, well, but maybe he'll turn it around. No, he's I'm just, just glad sucks. because 
usually all of my week one predictions are horrific. And I'm just like, oh boy, who's who's most likely to be an abusive murderer on this show? But they present nicely in week one. That's my guy that I'm going to get behind. It always happens. I always, I was like, yeah, I like so-and-so. I like Rachel, you know, things like this. Yeah. And then they reveal themselves to be monsters. Uh, sorry, Connor, you're in trouble. Um, but this is like the one time where I was like, nope, that guy's going to be trash. And I'm 99.9% sure I nailed it. Yeah, I think he is trash. Well, and so if you watch my, if you watch the archive, the VOD of my Animal Crossing stream, you'll get all of my thoughts from week one with somebody else, which is kind of fun to like hear me bounce ideas off of someone off the podcast, you know, and get her take as well. And she also was like, "Ugh, I hate Carl. And I was like, maybe I was just being too soft on him because I, I thought he was just full of shit, you know, but I mean, and again, in your defense, week one, and I was being very aggressively anti-Carl. So I, you know, I put all my eggs in one basket. And I was like, I was like feeling a certain kind of way around Courtney and then completely changed my mind. So Mm -hmm. I was like, "Uh, maybe I'm just being too hasty. No, he sucks. Okay. Anyway, so we'll talk about why he sucks more later, but he, he approached this like a business pitch and he literally said that and that to me is just so slimy like <laughs> that this is not the way to win over especially katie like mm-hmm. she's not gonna she's not gonna be like oh yeah the way to my heart is through a business pitch like she's obviously like emotionally capable of handling something a little bit more nuanced and vulnerable than that and no. he's just and he's just he- saying things that he wouldn't even do Okay. Yeah. Like no, every relationship needs to begin. Hours. Oh, 17 hours. Yeah. Every every uh, relationship needs to begin with a PowerPoint deck that promises things you can't deliver. That's advertising 101, folks. <laughs> it's just yeah, it's like and 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 the thing is, okay, some of the guys went like cheesy, but a lot of them went pretty genuine and were sweet and funny and I thought like overall the things we saw, I was like, "Oh yeah, they did a pretty good job." Um and yeah, except uh, Carl, he did terrible. But Mike was like, well, what do I do? I answered all the questions on the quiz with question marks, like a man of mystery. Like they're never going to know I'm a virgin with this mm-hmm. brand new shiny crucifix. And uh, <laughs> so, okay, I thought it was sweet. He seems like a sweet guy. He was being really vulnerable. He made Katie cry. He said things that I think he really means and believes. But here's the problem. How can he win greatest lover of all time when yeah. he hasn't been one? We don't know. He's the biggest question mark out mm-hmm. of all the men. He could be the best. He could be the worst. You're just you're swinging for the fences. So, but I mean, you know, he's going to try the hardest. He, <laughs> we can give him an A for effort. Here's, I mean, not that it matters, right? Because... These awards don't mean anything yep. at all. Why are why do we do them? They used to mean, oh, you get more time or you get a rose. Now they don't mean jack. Yeah, you get a, you get so a plastic trophy. It's very exciting. So whatever. So he can win that. I don't care. Yeah, Connor's like, are you still into me without the whiskers? And then, uh, yeah, I'll if I remember, I'll share that TikTok. I'll try to find that TikTok and share it of guys kissing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not each other, like you, like you, the audience, whoever you are. 
Uh, Katie's dress is awesome, by the way. That bling is so cute. That was a note I added to this. Um, Gray got a one-on-one, we find out. And then Carl's like, I got to get a rose. I got to get a rose. And yeah, so he's like starts planning, you know, he's just like trying to finagle his way into getting a rose. And then I don't know who was the guy. Oh, um, Thomas, Thomas mm-hmm. jumps in and is like something about magic and they're making out. So good, good for him. Yeah. I don't really know. I don't remember anything about Thomas, but anyway, yeah. outside of that, she had said that she liked him week one, but we barely saw him and we barely saw him on this episode. So he might be like Catherine, um, you know, from Sean's season where like you don't see her and then all of a sudden she gets picked and you're like, hey, yeah. um, <laughs> you never know. So that was kind of the group date. And then we get to Greg's date and I didn't believe here's the here's the acting part for me. I was like. Does Greg really fish? <laughs> like he just doesn't he just doesn't grab me as someone who fishes. Well, I, I think okay, so what he's trying to do is he realizes very quickly that this is gonna be an outdoorsy date. And she pretty much explicitly said, like, hope you like being outdoors. Like this this date is totally me. And he's like, Oh God. So when she is when he, he responds with, Yeah, I used to like go fishing with my dad which is probably the easiest outdoor activity. It's usually not an all-day commitment. Sometimes you don't even have to get into a boat. You can do it off a dock or a pier. So it's like ultra-low-level, ultra I have to be outside, okay? Yeah. And but So he, I don't think he was being dishonest. He was just trying to be like, yeah, I'm on your level. Um, and then it was hilarious because it, my man couldn't even set up a tent. Now, me... And avowed, I do not go outside type of person. Um, <laughs> even I know how to set up a tent. The, the the sticks go in the holes. It's not <laughs> that difficult. But I I thought it was it was sweet and endearing. And if he's acting, it's certainly fitting with his whole aw shucks personality. Because just I don't know the way that he was eagerly trying to please her and 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 you know make her happy while also kind of sucking at everything. I thought it was endearing, but also maybe he's full of shit. We don't know. The joy of the bachelor or the bachelorette, excuse me. Yeah, I just, yeah, I'm just not, I'm not quite sure about that whole thing. Yeah. And like, I'm an outdoorsy person and not just like in one of those like joke shirts ways where it's like in that I get drunk on patios. Like I'm a legit outdoorsy person. I really enjoy camping and hiking. I'm not really into fishing though. I don't know. Too slimy. I get impatient. It's just I I get impatient. I'm like, I got to sit here and like with my thoughts, like, "Mm, I don't think so. So (laughs) I think of fishing as you're you're sitting outside on a lake, like just drinking and you're just enjoying nature and drinking as much as you can. And if something exciting, you know, just happens, great. And if it doesn't, that's okay too. I, in fact, prefer when it doesn't happen because I don't want to deal with the fish and the hook and the sliminess. I don't I, I I can't deal with that. So I prefer to just drink beer and not catch anything. Yeah, really, the only times I ever went fishing were when my grandpa would take me out and he would handle that. 
See, that's what you, you got to have someone yeah. to handle the slimy stuff yeah. for you. When you're like the precious granddaughter, you don't have to do those gross yeah. things. I mean, um, the big takeaway yeah. here is uh, I'm a real outdoorsy man's man. Okay. If you haven't figured it out, that's. <laughs> oh, God. No. Um, but yeah. I, but did you did you at least like when they when they kissed on the shit bucket? Yeah, I did like when they kissed on the shit bucket. I thought that that was good. Um, but I don't know. I feel I, I need to do a lot of Greg research before I reach a conclusion on whether I like him or not, because I'm all (laughs) worried about it now. I'm all like in my head because I do think if it's an act, it's a really good act. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so I'm like, like, is he? Well, take it at face value. Take this as as like just a text, all right? The Bachelor is a text. Let's let's remove the the outside context that has not been brought into the show. And I think face value. Okay, media Greg studies. Fine. Yeah, that's right. I'm me- <laughs> I'm grad schooling this damn show. I'm not gonna go on Reddit. Think of all the terrible, stupid things. I'm on doing Reddit. an audience analysis, and you're like, no, it just has to be text. And I'm that's like, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, okay, so yeah, as a text, if I was just to analyze the content of the show, I would say Greg looks very good. Um, and they seem to be very compatible. Mm-hmm. Like they, I mean, how bonkers is it that they both lost their dads? That's quite a bonding experience to connect with somebody on that level. Yeah, because especially as young as they are. Yeah, it's hard for people to understand that, you know, unless mm-hmm. they've gone through it. So that I think is that alone will solidify him on the show for quite a while. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I they seem to get along. But yeah, I don't think he's actually like a fishing guy. Sorry, that's where I cannot suspend disbelief. <laughs> I just, sorry, Greg, maybe you've won awards. I don't know, but I doubt it. So that's where I'm at with that. Okay, I just feel mean. All right, let's talk about the group date, which is mud wrestling. Of course. Why? Uh, anyway. I, well, because they have to have early on, they have to have, Violence? One ill-conceived, violent, <laughs> uh, like group activity. This this has been going on. Uh, gosh, it feels like for at least five seasons, back and forth, back and forth. It's always something. Now this one, they got a little bit smarter because they, they've done mud wrestling before. I think last time it was like bar mud wrestling because um, uh, Kenny won it from uh, the Kenny the wrestler was like doing yes. really well. Yes. Yeah. So this time. Because the reason these guys get hurt is because they're giant, muscular, hunky hunks, and they're landing on each other and they're throwing each other down with a lot of force because, you know, they got to be like, me strong for a girl. (laughs) And so what they did is they had them for this. They had them on their knees, like basically waist deep in mud and just kind of like, I don't know. They're not throwing each other until they fall over. Yeah, exactly. It's it's pretty romantic when when you think about it like that. Uh, But (laughs) so no one's getting hurt this time. So it only took them. How many years? Five years to figure this out, but we we got it, got it all taken care of. Yeah. So uh, my dogs are very excited about this development as well. <laughs> and uh, so, okay. But now I'm kind of like, you could bring back uh, strip dodgeball, and I'd be cool with it. 
<laughs> yeah, hashtag bring back strip dodgeball. <laughs> Those, I mean, they really did strip and strip dodgeball. That was pretty funny stuff. Yeah, those dongs out. Dude, I couldn't believe it. I was like, what are we watching? Uh, anyway, so yeah, I thought this group date was whatever. It was fine. Um, I thought it was sweet. The John and Josh fight was very sweet to me. Because <laughs> the, all the guys were like, oh, John's not going to do well. <laughs> <laughs> but Josh is Josh seems like a legitimately nice guy yeah. um, who's like no bullshit. And I like that. I think he probably could have taken out John, but they made it a draw. Like, I thought that was nice. Um, so that just made me like them both more. So now I'm like, wait, is there something wrong with John? Now I have to look it up. Okay. So... Aaron and Cody are mad at each other. Like I said last week, I knew that there was there was like some speculation about some girl that they were both following and like maybe he screwed some girl over or something. Mm-hmm. And that's why Aaron didn't like him. He was not as vague as last week. I'll give him that. But he was still equally vague. And I was like, there's no way that this is going to work, you know, but I also trust Aaron because he seems he seems trustworthy I don't know I there was nothing that there was no way that he carried himself that rang false to me do you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like I don't know I just didn't I didn't get anything but so he was just like you know I don't like him and then they're like let's have him wrestle I was like is this when the ambulance comes out but no because they were on their knees but Aaron gets the golden cowboy belt for not killing Cody so good for him how contrived with it was this by the way because like <laughs> one the producers definitely knew that these guys knew each other in some capacity beforehand two they're they're clearly playing it up during the episode and the producers like we're gonna make him wrestle and then three they're like, oh man, the way they were looking at each other and clearly they wanted to murder each other. After the wrestling match, they're both just like smiling. It was not a big deal. Like they tried to play it up as this like dramatic, like, oh my gosh, these two guys. So I, I obviously they know each other and obviously, you know, he, he thinks that Cody's shitty, fine. Yeah. But I, do, I, I don't think, I think it was like one one hundred one one hundredth as dramatic as they made it seem. Like it was not that big of a deal. Yeah, I don't think it was that bad. And I also, yeah, it's like they were still able to talk to each other. And it's not like, I mean, like they were like aggressive in the area of the mud wrestling where it makes sense for it to be called for. But they didn't even like cuss each other out or anything like that. Nobody was like coming at anybody. I mean, like, yeah, it wasn't even like Real Housewives level of drama. It was just like pretty chill. So, Mm -hmm. um and good for them. Good for them for not getting to that point. Yeah. Both of them, you know. So anyway, so. Yeah, I it was kind of uh, irresponsible, I think, to place them together, but at least they didn't like take the bait. And then Aaron goes to Katie and he's like, here's the deal. Cody handles things in a way that I think is disturbing and malicious. And he's not necessarily a piece of shit, but there's always that concern there. He literally said that he's not necessarily a piece of shit. Yeah. But, it's not I, great. Not great. I wouldn't, I just, I wouldn't date him. Yeah. And, no and glowing Katie, reviews. 
Yeah, and Katie's like, uh, that's helpful. And you can tell she's got, like, a pit in her stomach afterwards. Like, ooh, this is not good. And she's like, so, Cody, you're coming to the principal's office. And he's like, huh? And she, and this is, like, Cody's face the entire time. This whole time Katie talks to him is like, huh? 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 And she's like, Aaron thinks you're malicious and unkind. So what's up with that? And he's like, uh, I mean, that's just like not factual. So I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's just like, it's like not true. So. <laughs> and meanwhile, Aaron's on the other side and he's like, well, I don't like the guy because of values, behaviors and integrity, which is like, just, just say the thing that he did to you or what, you know? Yeah. And he's just being really vague. Uh, and Katie's like, well, so are you here for fame? And he's like, I don't know. I'm like, that's kind of a confusing question. She's like, uh, I mean, like, could just be straightforward and say no, you know. <laughs> uh, so she's like, you know what? I'm just going to let you go because I think. She just didn't like him enough for him to stay. It wasn't like she was conflicted. So she's like, if there's even a question and I don't like you, I'm just going to say bye. Yeah. And have that be that. But I was like surprised how quickly she let him go. Yeah, it was it was pretty decisive, but I'm guessing it was early on enough in the process where she probably didn't feel a strong connection and he was on the chopping block anyways. And so it just it just made it easy. Like. If, if you don't have something with someone and there's a few red flags have been raised and especially the way he reacted, where he's just like, well, yeah, you know, people sometimes say you're bad, but I don't know. Like He just had no emotions. Yeah. He was just like, mm, it makes sense. Get rid of him. Yeah, it's he's probably just not like, your guy. It's like that sometimes. And she's like, well, then you're like not here right now and I'm going to let you go home. You know, mm-hmm, it's just like, mm-hmm. yeah, and he didn't really seem to care that she had him go home either. It's like he was just gone. So it's yeah. like, oh, okay, well, then he's gone. So, so good for her. Okay, here's my question. Andrew S., I cannot get a read on him. I like <laughs> keep forgetting about him. And then I have to keep refreshing my memory. And then I'm like, oh, this is that Vienna guy who put on a fake accent and stuff. But I like he had a really good first impression with me. And then he did the fake accent thing. And then I was like, oh, it's kind of corny. And then and now I just keep forgetting him and going, wait, who is this again? And then I'm like, oh, it's Andrew. Andrew S. Andrew S. And then he I just I. Do you know what I mean? I can't get a read on him. I'm like mm-hmm. trying to figure him out. He's saying things like he's saying the right things, but I don't know if it's like his delivery is a little off or something, but it's like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's kind of yes manning the conversations. Like mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, yeah, I was poor too. Yeah, I totally was. Oh my God. Isn't that funny that we were both poor? And I'm like, this is a strange way to have this conversation. Just something about it feels. <laughs> Isn't it funny that we're both poor? He actually says you that know- something similar to that. But yeah, what do you think about I'm it? I'm not like, kidding. I don't know. Yeah. A lot of fucking people are. It's fine. You're poor. It's no big deal. He's I mean, like, it is a LOL, big deal, but LOL, like. LOL, free lunches. And I was like, I'm so confused by this. No, I don't know. It's like, okay. Compare and contrast, and maybe it's because Greg's an actor and a plant. I don't know. But Mm -hmm. compare and contrast what happened with Greg and what happened with Andrew 
when they were both talking about vulnerable life stories, and maybe it's just like Andrew's attitude. Like he just, yeah, he seems to be kind of like a happy-go-lucky, positive guy. And that's fine. But it's weird when you're talking about something serious. And maybe he's like yeah. nervous in front of the cameras. Yeah. And he wants to come off a, a certain way. There's just like something that is like, I feel like is in the way right now. And I mm-hmm. can't tell if it's because he's full of shit or nervous or what. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Is like, he full of shit or do, you know, him and I just have different ways of talking about childhood pro- poverty. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But he's just like, I feel like he is trying to be a certain way for cameras and he's getting in his own way by doing that. And I yeah. want to know what's behind that. So if he's, sp- and it seems like he could make it a decent way through the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and so maybe we'll get to see some of that drop a little. Cause I feel like he's got kind of some shtick stuff that he's doing, you know, like the accent and the nerdy references and, uh, the looking good in turtlenecks and whatever. And, uh, yeah, I just want to know what's like on the other side of that. So I don't necessarily have like a specific criticism for him. Um, but mm-hmm. I just like I'm trying to figure out, um, yeah, like what his deal. Am I being too critical? Maybe I probably. That's kind of what this show is. It's us being petty and nitpicking these people because they happen to be on TV. But it's okay. Yeah. It's part of the mystery. We'll find out. <laughs> and if you don't commit to him fully now, and he turns out to be an asshole, then we look smarter, don't and we? And then I'm like, so. ah, see, I <laughs> knew he was a snake. Um, no, I don't know. He. <laughs> He said, uh, and the one thing that he said too that was weird was he was like, I want to comfort you and put your mind at ease at the same time. And I was like, aren't those kind of the same thing? But anyway, yeah. oh. that was like kind of a weird thing. But he got the rose, so good for him. And this is my favorite, this was my favorite part of the whole sh- episode is when Hunter goes, I feel like I got punched in the gut. And I'm like, you weren't in <laughs> the running, honey. You weren't even, you weren't anywhere close to this. Why are you f- like, Okay, if someone's going to feel a punch in the gut, it's going to be Aaron. Mm-hmm. I would feel like Aaron is the one who deserves to say, I feel a punch in the gut. Because I outed this guy who's a real problem on the show. Because mm-hmm. I have a weird feeling and get some vibes or whatever. Until he gives a specific example, I'm still going to think it's too vague for him to just... But he didn't seem to care anyway. So like good riddance, Cody. But um, yeah, Aaron deserved a rose for that. Oh, and then yeah. Andrew just swooped in and got one. And so like if I was Aaron, I'd be like, that's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. Anyway, but Aaron seems to legitimately want to have the right people there. He seems mm-hmm. like one of those guys who's like, yeah, who's just going to speak up when he sees some bullshit go down. And I appreciate that because I, too, am a person who speaks up when I see bullshit go down. Yeah. <laughs> so I appreciate it, Aaron. I really do like that about you. But here's the weird thing. Then Carl takes this and runs with it. Oh, yeah. And he's like, oh, well, Aaron is getting a lot of good attention for calling this stuff out. So why don't I do it? And turn it up to 11 and say, 
all these people are, you know, being a problem and and but with no evidence. None. I'm just gonna just, say just I'm gonna say like <laughs> six people, six people, exactly six are posing a problem in this house, Katie. <laughs> it's utterly deranged. Especially like coming from someone who and, and he he's definitely a um a competitive person. Okay. Um, yes. but he doesn't know how to play the game that he's competing in. And yeah. so what we see is a man failing to understand that there's like serious emotion behind this show. And so when he does that, all he's doing is creating chaos that does not benefit anyone, including himself. It just fucks everything up because he's an idiot. So this is what happens when you don't watch The Bachelor or The Bachelorette and then you go on the show. This is the, the chaos that ensues. Do your homework. Yeah, he's just like really bad at, he's just, I didn't, yeah. There's so Agent many guys. Chaos. <laughs> there's so many guys and gals who've done this kind of stuff on the show before, but they've done it in a more chill way. And here's the thing too, like a lot of the times this backfires because they'll call out someone specific and then they'll end up having to go home as well. That mm -hmm. happens a lot of the time, right? I don't, I think Aaron did it in a way that he won't get penalized for it. The reason he'll get off the show is if she doesn't feel anything. You know, yeah. but um, I don't think he would get off the show just for calling that out. I, I don't think that that's a thing. I think what's going to happen is that multiple men are going to come out and say, Carl sucks and you need him. to. He needs to go because yep. Justin's already there. He's like all the way up, you know, and he, like, didn't he say some something about him at like the first group date? Like yeah, kind of I like so. he was just like, yeah, he sucks. Basically, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, he does, right, Justin? Like really, really casually, but yeah, yeah. He said something like, um, "Oh, like I kind of thought he was full of shit, and now I know he's full of shit," or something to that degree. Like he was just like, "Yeah, I think he is not great and not right for being here, and I, I don't think he belongs here." And so mm -hmm. I think what Carl's doing is like, yeah, it's like smoke screening, like, oh, everybody else doesn't belong here, but I am the true one, you know? Yeah, and it's like, yeah. and the weird thing is that Katie believed it. Mm -hmm. And first of all, she looks amazing again. That green dress is stunning. But what the fuck? Like, she comes out and she's like all upset and she's like, what the fuck? Who's not here for the right reasons? I know of multiple men who aren't, and you can get the fuck out. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> what? And Carl's like, yes, all according <laughs> to plan. And I'm like, and and everybody else is looking at her like, what? <laughs> like, who said yeah. that? So that's going to bite him in the butt so hard. It's it's utterly deranged. I, I just like, what, what could you possibly think you're accomplishing here? Like, what? It's just, I don't know. Carl's an idiot, a complete idiot. And yeah, he's a Carl's, slime bag. Dude, I cannot imagine that this is going to be good for his motivational speaking career. No, because I mean, like what, what kind of thought did you put into your, your chaos? You put zero thought into it. You're just like, I'm going to be a dick and not think about it. How, how do you spin that into some Tony Robbins bullshit? Yeah, I don't think that you do. How, how failing on the bachelorette taught me about 
not putting my foot in my mouth. Uh, <laughs> that's going to be my new speaker series. Like, I'm not going to pay $1,000 to hear you say that, Carl. I'm sorry. Um, okay. Also, real quick, at the very beginning of the cocktail party, I don't know if you noticed this, but Trey got Katie a drink because he is a king. Okay. Let's, mm. like, just identify that he did that. Like, the amazing man he is. He is the best person on this show. He is not going to make it. But he is doing the stuff that he should be doing, having puppets have sex (laughs) and giving Katie a drink. No, he is like 100% the guy that if I was Katie, I would be pursuing on the show, but I would never make it on the show. (laughs) So it's fine. Uh, But he's he's so great. He's so great. And every all the little things that he's doing on the show where it's like, He's not, he wasn't really the center of attention on the show outside of his little puppet thing. Like, you know, mm-hmm. for any other part of the episode. But it's like these little things he does that you're like, true gentleman, true gentleman. <laughs> that is great. Um, also, uh, okay, Michael, she really likes Michael, the dad. Yeah. The old She's dad. She's really into him. Yeah. She's really into him. But like, I know you don't like him, right? No, I, I don't. I, no, not like strongly. Like, I don't think he's a, a goblin man or something, but he, <laughs> I don't I don't really care much for him. I mean, it seems like he might do well, because didn't she say like, hey, do you want to stick around for a while? And mm-hmm. he was like, yeah. Um, but then he was like, oh, um, like, because in week one, he was like, well, I get to FaceTime with my son, so that's really fun. And then all of a sudden, this week, it's a problem. Oh, it's tearing me apart that I can't see him. And I'm like, you yeah. just said, like, two nights ago, well, I get to FaceTime with him every day, so that's nice. <laughs> and now he's like, I can't handle it. And it's like, we just came out of a pandemic where most of us had to FaceTime with everybody. Yeah, I think it'd and be okay. He, yeah, it's tearing me apart. I'm like, okay. So that part was the thing that I was like, all right, uh, that's that's a choice that you made saying that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, anyway, in conclusion, Carl sucks. I cannot wait to watch them all pounce on him and be like, you're the worst and please leave. That's going to feel really good. Yeah. Oh, he's going to be. There's no way. Katie's yeah. going to sniff out his bullshit real quick. So then who's the next villain after Carl? Do you see anyone else being a villain? I No one's really established themselves yet. So we'll see. It, it could be a, a, a villain light season, but none of the guys seem to have the initial personality traits that would point to that. So who knows? Unless a, a real there's snake a emerges. Of, yeah, there's like a lot of real crying near the end, which makes me think there's like... There's like a villain we will not expect. Secret douchebag. Um, yeah. I mean, James, the software salesman, he, I don't think he's a bad person, but he's from La Jolla and he wears a lot of turtlenecks and I don't like either of those things. So uh, that could be a problem. Can we talk about, j- just real brief, my boy, Hunter Montgomery, <laughs> holding on, holding on for dear life with his, oh, his block-shaped face. head. My, my poor boy. <laughs> He's got he, that he looks, parakeet he's a, named Zazu. He's an absolute just child lost in the supermarket right now. <laughs> and it is beautiful to watch. He got God punched in the gut. He got punched in the gut because for some reason, Katie didn't give him the rose. Yeah. I, I can't, can't imagine why. figure Hunter. it out. 
can't figure it out. Right, how about his great interview sequence uh, right before the mud wrestling where he's dressed like a cowboy and he's like, ha, we're, we're cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> he's that guy. He's um like Ed. Remember Ed? He's like mm-hmm. Ed. Like he's that guy. Or like Blake, who's apparently coming back, you know. He's like if, if Beavis from Beavis and Butthead like cleaned up his life and went to college and got a job. So it's just just all all the good stuff. But he used to just, you know, light things on fire and watch MTV too much. <laughs> oh, totally. He was that kid at the back of the bus, you know, yeah. and he would dare that other kid to take out his glass eye and be yep. like, I'll give you a dollar. Uh, I legit had someone on my bus who had a glass eye. Oh, God. And would take it out for a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> so strange actually a lot of the times i think he took it out just for free wow i mean i he just he's just showing off you know like yeah. me out. Oh, really cool you got a glass oh, eye oh. yeah it's pr- i mean yeah it is pretty it was pretty cool uh but it was also like kind of you know hard to look at a little bit but it was cool it was cool yeah. too yeah uh, and also i was i remember when i was a kid okay this is like bringing back really strange memories but I remember when I was a kid, I got really nervous. Like, what if we take a bump and you lose your eye? Like, I'm just like, <laughs> I was like, you're not thinking this through, man. Like, yeah, I, that can roll it, anywhere. Yeah, and it's all I can't dirty. be cheap either. Yeah. No. They got to clean it off or your little hole gets infected. You don't want that. I don't think glass eyes are cheap. I think they don't they spend a lot of time like customizing them so that they look like your other eyes. So I'm just like, mm-hmm. that's like. But, you know, you're a kid. It's like, did any of us respect our retainers? No. No, no. So, Personally, you know. if, if I had an eye situation going on right now, I would opt for eye patch and then cultivate a supervillain persona. But oh, that's just 100%, me. 100%. 100%. Yeah. But, I mean, you got to respect it. It was it was pretty cool. I, I don't know why I'm remembering that now, but uh, there you go. There's a glimpse into my growing up years, I guess. So I hope you all enjoyed that. Uh, okay, so we'll see if our predictions make any sense. If the people we think are good will still be good by next week. All bets are off. I'm going to go down a Greg rabbit hole. Enjoy mm-hmm. reading about Catholicism, everyone. And um, <laughs> take care of yourselves. Stay healthy. Stay safe. And uh, be kind to others. Yeah. And uh, don't do needle drugs either. Oh my god, Bachelor Nation, Googling Catholicism. Church attendance is up for the first time in 10 years. Oh my god, that's what I need. Christian iconography.